0: Welcome to Socially Supportive where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the social way with your host Frankie Soche. Episode 71 of the Socially Supportive podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to SociallySupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a variant company, a leader in community software for support communities and digital marketing. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services, which enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Intelligent solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday! Did you enjoy yesterday's episode 70, the three tips for social care that Sophie shared with us via her webinar? Well, I've got some interesting information for you to ponder today because as you know, on Thoughtful Thursday, we discuss deep thoughts, including overarching strategy and organizational structure. And today is no different. But before we get into today's topic, I want to let you know that I have a present for you. I have opened up 12 30 minute coaching slots for you to have for free, they're usually around $300. But I've opened them up, because folks have been asking how they can get a little bit of time with me before the end of the year to solve some problems that they have. And so especially for our listeners, I'm very excited to let you know that I found time in the schedule, I'm putting those free 30 minute coaching sessions out there. There's only 12 but I'm happy for you to sign up. I'll get on the line with you and we will talk about whatever issues that you would like to solve, whether you're trying to figure out what you should do for your strategy for next year, whether you're struggling with how you're gonna combine your digital and your social customer care teams, whether you're trying to choose some technology that you're gonna use. If you're a technology company and you're wondering what the people over at those big brands are looking for in their technology, Head on over to sociallysupportive.com, click that button, and I'm happy to just hash it out with you and we will get to the bottom of whatever's concerning you. And thank you to Telligent Averant Company for allowing this to happen because they are sponsoring us for the month of December. So there you go. That's our gift to you from me and from Telligent Averant Company. All right, so let's get into today's inspiration today's inspiration comes to us from john wooden who said it's the little details that are vital little things make big things happen and our book of the day is by frank eliason titled at your service how to attract new customers increase sales and grow your business using simple customer service techniques all right so let's get into today's topic Today we are talking about whether you should have separate Twitter handles for your customer service. And today's discussion is informed by Converse Social's March 1st, 2017 blog titled, Should You Have Separate Twitter Handles for Customer Service, written by my friend and colleague Harry Rolison. So what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about whether you should have one Twitter handle for your brand, where you have your brand information that is rolled out your promoted tweets, and all of your marketing materials are going out, and then also provide customer service on that same handle, or whether you should really keep your handle separate where you're providing customer support from your branded content that is going out. There are two theories around this that I want to discuss with you, and Harry talks about this in the blog post. The first theory is that there should be separate handles, and you should separate your branded content on Twitter from your customer support content on Twitter. The reason for this is that the argument, usually coming from the marketing department, if I'm honest, everyone, The reason for this is that there is clear separation of ownership between who should be answering on branded content and who should be answering customer care department. If your company has a definite line that says that the marketing department will be putting out all of the Twitter marketing materials and then any questions or any interaction that come through about that marketing content will be answered specifically by the marketing team, then this offers a clear line of separation so that we know that the marketing department is responsible for the brand Twitter handle And then a separate customer service Twitter handle is established and customer service agents are responsible for answering on that customer service handle. But the streams don't cross the streams of responsibility, I mean, so that offers that clear separation of ownership, which Harry talks about. It also offers the opportunity to have a brand voice that is separate between the brand and the customer support side of things. Maybe you've got a brand voice that's very young and fun and hip, and maybe you want to be a little more serious in your customer service voice. Or, you know, it could be the other way around, whatever fits for your company, but it offers the opportunity when you have that separation to have a different voice for your brand and marketing than you do for your customer service and support. This also allows you an opportunity if you have a separate Twitter handle to dedicate that handle to providing service updates. You could also be providing FAQ information. You could be putting out proactive, helpful tips. We'll talk more, hopefully, about proactive customer support opportunities with a guest that's coming on. I hope later in the month we're still trying to get everything all sorted out, so I won't say too much about that. But if you want to be proactive in providing assistance to your customers and let them know that they've got these features over here available to them, and that if they're having trouble, they might try this thing, that's a place on your dedicated customer support handle where you can provide that also it gives you an opportunity to talk about if there are outages, And really, if we get down to it, it also allows you to cut away any of the pieces of outages that you don't want your customers to be aware of on a large scale. You can sort of take that over to your support handle and separate it from your marketing handle. So the separate handles theory is really all about keeping everything on the brand side very tidy and clean and keeping all of the support and the day-to-day operations of the business clean and segregated in its own spot. So that's the first theory about why it's good to have separate handles. The theory around what's great about having one single handle where you provide not only your brand and marketing content, but also your customer support on the same handle is first that there is limited consumer visibility when you have a separate help handle. So by combining everything all together, the consumers can clearly see that you are answering questions and have your brand presence all in one place if you think about it when you're a customer if you think of a particular brand we'll use my favorite national chewing gum company if you're a national chewing gum company you would imagine that your customers know that they can find you at at national chewing gum company whatever abbreviation you're using for your twitter handle you would imagine they'll be able to find you there but you're expecting that they're going to know that you're going to have a separate handle for your customer support. If it's not easy for them to understand that, then on your brand handle, you need to advertise that you have a separate customer service handle. So if you're trying to hide any of your dirty laundry over on your customer service handle, you're not really doing that because you're advertising that you have a separate customer service handle. So, a single handle eliminates having to have this duplication of handles and having to explain yourself and send people in different places. You just get everything done in one stop and simplify for your customers. The other opportunity that Harry talks about is that there's a marketing opportunity if you have a single handle for when you're providing fantastic customer service. We've talked about In the mainstream, how customer service is the new marketing, customer experience is the new marketing. And so if you are delivering fantastic customer service, the single handle theory says, if you're doing such a great job, let your customers see what fantastic customer service you deliver and then this will be its own advertisement for how great your company is. The challenge with that is that some companies fear that their customer service is not fantastic enough to brag about in some cases. So be aware that the single handle theory says, I know we're doing a great job with our customer service, and we're really proud of it. So we just want to showcase that as a unique selling point for our company in our vertical. A third point that Harry brings out in his blog is consistency of voice. So if you've got one handle, then there's no need for you to have two different voices, one for your brand and one for your customer service. Sometimes if you see how this is done, the brand voice seems very rich and robust, fully thought out and vetted by skilled marketers, and it sounds really smooth. And then if you go over to the customer care handle, what you see is It's very choppy and robotic and very over the top and not very personal. So if you have one brand handle and you've got your customer service agents in that brand handle all the time, there's an opportunity to homogenize the brand voice and make sure that the customer support sounds a lot like the marketing help that they're getting in the same voice. The last thing that Harry points out under the attributes for the single handle is that you can have process consistency across the channels. You don't have to have separate processes from one handle to another. There's not any clunky handoff where if somebody at mentions your brand handle and is looking for customer care, then the brand handle doesn't have to go ahead and at mention the support handle to move a case from one to the other is how I would explain that eliminating that extra step can just help you to appear very buttoned up in front of your customers and it provides a more seamless experience for them. So it's definitely something to think about. So that's what we're talking about. And those are the two theories behind why one company might have separate handles and why another company might choose a single handle. So what are the industry trends? What have we seen out there in the marketplace? Well, I'll tell you a few things that I've seen in my career. I know that Discover Card has long provided support right on the At Discover Twitter handle. They went out with a single handle in the beginning. And I believe I might quote this wrong, but I think Dan Genghis was already running their social customer care program when this had occurred because I remember years ago talking to Dan about it and loving what he said about it. Discover card and you might have seen this on the commercials that they have. They want you to have a great customer experience. It's one of their main focal points. So they believe so much in their customer experience that they want to make sure that you've got one place to go to they'll give you the same level of support from the marketing side as they will from the customer care side. And they're showcasing the fact that they've got fantastic customer support by having that single handle. Another thing that we could talk about is Delta. So Delta retired, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but they recently retired the at Delta assist handle. Originally, they had at Delta Assist where they were providing customer support on at Delta Assist and at Delta was where they were putting out their marketing materials, but they decided intentionally to move to unite assistance with the brand handle because they wanted consistency. And they too felt like they were in a position where their great customer service was going to allow them to be able to pull everything together and showcase all of that under the at Delta handle. One thing that I've noticed on my own as a Delta customer is that their brand advocates in social are very strong. I have seen where their brand advocates will go in and defend Delta and the folks that are working Delta Assist, which are great folks, by the way. Where customers, if you go in and have something negative to say about the brand or about the Delta Assist folks, they will let you know that that's not how you should be treating Delta, and they will defend the brand. So Delta, know this: Delta has a very strong community presence on Twitter. So that helps them to be able to make that transition, I think, from having a separate Delta Assist handle, and putting that into their regular at Delta brand. A third example that I'll tell you is that Comcast, very early on, I don't know if you remember this, if you were a Comcast customer or not, but I have said in the past that Frank Eliasson, who actually wrote the book of the day, At Your Service, How to Attract New Customers, Increase Sales, and Grow Your Business Using Simple Customer Service Techniques, Frank Eliasson was the original at Comcast Frank. He's been credited with being the father of social media customer service, because while he was working at Comcast, it came to his attention that there were customers out on Twitter who were talking about Comcast and needing assistance. So he took it upon himself, as the story goes, to get out there on Twitter and start replying to these customers to try to solve their issues for them. So one thing led to another and Comcast developed a department around this and really got behind it. So in the beginning, when he started, he was just at Comcast, Frank was his Twitter handle. And as their team grew, they had at Comcast, this person and that person and the other person, there were a lot of Twitter handles. So I've talked to Comcast over the years. And I said, that's, that's interesting. Why do you do that? And they said that they wanted it to be personal. I worried at the time that it was going to become confusing for their customer base and that you would have to specifically know who you're supposed to reach out to like you'd have to know the secret handshake or something to be able to find support from Comcast. I'm not a Comcast customer and wasn't at the time that I was asking these questions. So it just was something I thought about. But going forward from that, what I do know is that now they have moved to just one at Comcast Cares handle, which seems to be working well for them. But they have not chosen to combine their at Comcast brand handle with at Comcast Cares. So There are movements that are happening in terms of what companies are choosing to do in the way that they do their handles. It seems to me that if you've got really good faith in your customer service, and you want to showcase that as a unique selling point, and you know that it can stand the test of time, that you're more likely to go ahead and combine those handles together. And again, as we said, there are many different reasons and thoughts that go behind it. Is it going to damage your brand to have your support on the same handle as your brand handle? What tool are you using? And are you able to pass things back and forth very easily? What do you want it to look and feel like? And what's really good for your company in your vertical and in your category? So hopefully this information that was supplied by Converse Social's blog post March 1st, written by Harry Rollison, and my additional thoughts and some background that I'm aware of from industry trends, hopefully all that helps you to decide Whether it's right for you to have a separate customer support handle or whether you want to get everything combined into one. Now you know what the theories are behind why people do or don't put their brand handles together on Twitter. Okay, let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a Verand company. Why Community? Why Telligent Community? because customer support communities create a compelling return on investment and give your customers the support options they want. Sometimes customers don't want to reach out to your company directly, whether it's over the telephone, or via support chat, or social media, or even SMS. Sometimes customers want to try to solve their issues on their own using content that you provide in your community. And Sometimes customers also want to have other customers answer their questions with them. This is becoming more and more popular today, especially as the millennials continue to come into the market. Also, by moving common support cases online, remember that resolutions to cases can be used again and again, which is where that compelling return on investment comes in customers don't have to reach out to your employees each time they have a question. And if the same question comes up over and over again, your agent doesn't have to answer the same question over and over again, they can find it right inside of your community. And then that allows you as a company to quickly see which topics are causing the most issues. Tellegent's largest customers use their community to plan the staffing of their support centers. Because communities provide an early warning of incidents that are occurring with products, this type of optimization ensures that they are maximizing the investment in support. And speaking of support, it doesn't start at your website, but it starts sometimes at your customer's favorite search engine. Every page for them is page one and the Telligent community is optimized for SEO. So head on over to Telligent.com and check them out today. They are truly a huge return on investment support communities. So head on over and check them out. Okay, let's talk about jobs. Do you have a job opening or are you looking for a spot? Either way, email me at frankie at socially and I will play matchmaker between perfect person and perfect position so that we can all be doing fantastic customer service out there on the World Wide Web. And if you see a company who's doing a fantastic job of delivering that customer service out there, let me know about it and I'll find out who we can try to get on the show to tell us all their secrets about how they're delivering that. Okay. This has been a Thoughtful Thursday episode for you. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for our free form Friday where we go freestyle and talk about whatever we feel like because it's Friday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Don't forget to sign up for your free 30-minute coaching with me. There are only 12 spots. Head over to sociallysupportive.com and click the big yellow button. I will catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.